Because in this church, we have been trying to put our faith into words. Sharing Jesus is what it's called. We've done two so far. Last time, we did the important thing about offering prayer, where people are at simply to offer prayer and not be fearful that you'll get a no or a rebuke because the vast, vast majority will say yes and are touched by that even if they have little or no faith. They're just touched by your love and compassion. So we did that, but when you get... I thought the next thing to hear from, it says to hear from God. Page 19 when you get the books. Page 19. Have we got sufficient, Sylvia? That's good, that's good. I'd like to read the bit in the green box to you to start with, in hearing from God. And I'm indebted to this book, and Chris Frost in particular, from Gateway Church Leeds, for what I'm really repeating for us to equip us to go out to build Jesus' church in Hurstman Zoo. Sadly, I've lost some people through various reasons, illness and so on, and uh, because of the end of life. It's important that we grow Jesus' church here. The girl in the red jumper. Emma was always dressed in black. Black summed up her feelings about herself and her life. This is all on page 19, folks. Page 19 within the green box on the right. A bizarre set of circumstances meant she'd left life on the streets and was living with a family in Ashburnham Place. Ashburnham Place is the Christian centre not far from here at Hurstman Zoo. They'd been so welcoming and forgiving. So when they gave her a gift of a bright red woolly jumper, she couldn't refuse it. And then they invited her to a Marilyn Baker concert and asked her to wear it. Marilyn is blind and she's a singer-songwriter. So it was a shock when halfway through the evening, Marilyn stopped playing and said, God wants to tell the girl in the red jumper he loves her very much. Emma jumped up and ran. God was on her case and now more than 20 years on from that, Emma and her husband lead a church introducing people to Jesus and his amazing love. We're not told whether the woolly jumper has survived the 20 years, but Chris Frost said, what would Jesus like to say to the people that you meet? Those people that you meet, whether you know them or you don't know them, your paths will cross people and circumstances at times that you don't expect. He says here more than 50% of the population, this is at the top of the page for those of you who are following in the books here in church, and for those listening on the internet, I'm sorry you haven't got the books, but it's all, it'll all be clear to you as we go through this. 50% of the population are on Facebook. Deep in the recesses of everybody's heart is the desire to be known. Somebody once joked, it's not easy being famous when nobody knows you. Perceiving this heart cry, Jesus led conversations a level beyond the first century equivalent of last night's episode of EastEnders by supernaturally showing people they were known and not only known but were loved. The classic example is the story of the woman at the well where Jesus strikes up a request for help. 
Will you give me a drink? This is all in John 4, verse 7. Imagine that, the creator of everything, the Son of God, asking for some water. Then the word of knowledge comes later in that passage. The fact is, he says to you, had five husbands, and the man you now have is not your husband. That's in John 4, verse 18. So sensitively, Jesus lovingly exposes the unsatisfying idol of men resident in that woman's heart and those multiple relationships that are broken and gone that would have lowered her self-worth almost to subterranean levels and encourages her to accept his eternally satisfying living water. And I want to share with you now something that came to me through a Roman Catholic priest on a boat in the middle of the North Sea because on preaching on this subject, this priest said, well, in fact, she didn't have only five husbands because Jesus was the sixth to her. He had become her husband at the well, something that for me was a revelation. And it just shows how people from different traditions can come in different ways to the truth of Christ. A Jewish lady on the same boat said to me, how did I know from Scripture that it was summer? Because I'd said he was thirsty and it was hot and everything. How did I know it wasn't winter? And it could be quite cool in winter there. And I did suggest that as it was midday and he was so thirsty and he'd asked for water, the probability was, and you can't prove it from the scripture, that it probably was summer and hot in Israel and not the winter that she was suggesting. But it's just good again that people can come and challenge what may be an assumption that we make. But the fact was, he was the living water that meant that she would never be dry. And that's what we are, we're water carriers. The phrase in India used to be Gangadin, the water carrier. They would carry the water for the troops and the columns and so on. And we're like that, we're supposed to be water carriers. And sometimes we're not very good at it because we've sort of got gaps in our fingers, haven't we? We've sort of got this water of Christ and we try and give it to people and say, look, I want to give you, give you a sip of this. And somehow we're not very good at it sometimes. And that's what this little course is about, to get us to the point of being able to put our faith into words, that we get it out in a natural way, not some clunky, I know it, you don't way. And not in that way that... Um, is a bit preachy. People don't like being preached at. We've discussed it last time, how people like being prayed for, but not preached for. So we need to be humble in doing that in the way that Jesus was so sensitive. And the effect of Jesus' ability to listen to the father and the woman, see what could have passed for everyday chit-chat, actually resulted in the woman coming to the town and saying, come see a man who told me everything I ever did. Well, I think if you look at the story, that does seem to be a bit of a, an exaggeration. But as far as she was concerned, the revelation that he'd spoken into her heart was like she had become transparent. She wasn't that muddied, dirty woman who'd been through five husbands and probably was barely, barely more than a common, a common prostitute in many ways for society. The fact she was there at midday shows she was not acceptable to the other women because normally you would go and get the water early in the morning before the heat or late in the evening. She couldn't do that. She was like a semi-outcast. 
and Jesus sits with her. The other thing that's interesting when you look at that story is I'm not sure that Jesus ever got, ever got his glass of water, you know. Again, it's an assumption, but it's just a thought that's so self-sacrificing that he would almost pass by that because of the importance of her. Come see a man who told me everything I ever did. That's John 4, verse 29. And as a result, and this is where we've got to try and emulate this copy it pattern ourselves as a result many more became believers they became believers john 4 verse 41 so one word of knowledge changes a town but you have that gift you have all the gifts of the holy spirit the question is are they released in you the word of knowledge when meeting a stranger is maybe just something will come i have a feeling that it's this does that mean something to you and you may just be like a revolution in that person's life. You may just touch into that one point. Sometimes, as J. John said, he just talks of seeing a shoe cleaner at the, the um, Barbican area. And he just goes to him and says, you look sad. And the man says, you, you don't know, how you, how, you're the only person, I've been cleaning shoes all day here, you're the only person who's noticed that I'm sad. You knew my life, and then he recounted all the things that happened to him. And that opened the door for J. John, not only to have his shoes clean, at probably a very expensive price, but, in fact, the interesting thing was J. John didn't actually need his shoes cleaning. They didn't need cleaning at that point, and yet he was prepared to pay for shoes to be cleaned that didn't need cleaning in order that he had this conversation, hearing from God, speaking the word into his life. Sitting in a bar recently, Chris Foss said, I sensed that a lady opposite had had a close relationship breakdown. See, that is the word of knowledge. Sensing. Nervously sharing with her, she responded, Who are you people? How do you know that? And that we've got a handle that we don't know how we know that, but we have a knowing. We know that we know that we know. It's quite a good trinity, isn't it? We know that we know that we know, but you have to be humble. I have a sense that maybe, you know, there is a sadness in you. I can see in your eyes that has something, something happened to you in your relationships. Just gently, not prying. My fiancé just split up with me. We were supposed to be getting married next week. Can you see the devastation of that situation for a woman? They were engaged. They were going to get married. They had made all the arrangements. They'd paid all the deposits. They'd probably arranged for the church, the vicar, and if necessary, the registrar to be there. And all their friends and family knew. And she's at that place of humiliation that it's not going to happen. She is in rejection at a minimum. Maybe she was the one who'd split up. We don't know here until we get further in the story. Maybe it was him, maybe it was her, it doesn't really matter. There was the breakdown. Everything in life where you talk about the happiest day of a person's life or the worst day, it's always, always to do with the making or breaking of a relationship. It's never, oh, I've just got my new Jaguar and it was wonderful. No, it's to do with relationship and the impact on relationship. And he then says in that circumstance, my friends, I will to explain the gospel to her in the context of Jesus wanting to be like a faithful husband to her. 
You see the crossover with the woman at the well? The faithful husband Jesus for the woman at the well. Number six, as my friend the Catholic priest from Canada in the middle of the North Sea taught me, and I'm now sharing that with you. Your creator speaking to you is the most natural thing in the world. I've done this and some of you may be bored at it, but I ask you to look at me. God is speaking all the time. God is speaking. Are you all watching? God is speaking all the time. God is speaking all the time. God is speaking all the time. These are the ones we hear. This is the woman who goes. Got two ears, one tongue. You're good at this. This. As you're with those people, listen to them with this ear. But this one, this is your God ear. If you want it the other way around, that's okay. But this is your God ear. You're listening to God. He drops in that word, that impression, that picture. The word of knowledge that so often can cut to the heart humbly. Sometimes it has a long phrase, and some people have a gift. It's called prophetic evangelism. Long word, the E word. We're trying to avoid that because it's a bit scary. But it's that word of knowledge that is forespoken prophetically, you don't know, but God does. You listen in this ear, and you feel it's right to share it. Here, simple example. Where is he? Not in church. He's in this bar, and he senses. It's in his gut, he says. It's down here, maybe it is. Sometimes have an impression. It can be, you know, a fluttering or a feeling or something. But you've just got a knowing that you know that you know. And here we are. He senses a relationship breakdown. Isn't that what Jesus is about? Relationship breakdown, the split between people who do not know him, who are going to the place without God. And Jesus wants to save to the uttermost. And he chooses people like you and me to do that. Because he wants to be a faithful husband, a faithful wife to people and give them that gift of eternal life, give them a gift of freedom, of forgiveness, restoration of the broken relationship. Your creator speaking to you is the most natural thing in the world. He has done it and continues to do it. Next time, can you take this on if you hear nothing else? Next time you're talking with someone, that's someone, in the charity shop, in the street, in the bus queue, wherever it is, while you're waiting at the bank impatiently because they seem to have got a longer queue than the queue to, I don't know, the queue to anywhere. You're talking to someone. Just do it like Jesus and ask him what he would like you to say to them. Very simple. You know that you know that you know, but you're not keeping it to yourself. Because it's okay, it's okay, it's okay to share it. Hear from God. You never know. Maybe you'll get given a bright red woolly jumper one day and God will take you to places that you can't imagine. For a blind person to have a knowing about a woman in the concert wearing a red jumper has to be God. It cannot be in the natural, can it? So on that note, let's just pray. And sometimes we need just to receive from God that ability to take us past ourselves and our blocks and I can't do this and I can't do that and I'm shy and I'm 
is that. Yes, you are. You're all of those. But God can just use you. And as I say, one ear to listen to the person, one ear to listen to God, and one mouth to speak the love of God into their lives. Amen. Father, we just thank you that you just care so much down to the smallest detail. And we stumble around, Lord, and so often you're speaking to us, shouting at us and pointing, and yet somehow we don't receive the message or receive it at the wrong time or don't convey it or we mess up. But we thank you, Holy Spirit, that you will sweep up the mistakes, that we don't have to be afraid of our shortcomings. It's your longcomings that come through the Holy Spirit to reach out to a needy, broken, relationshiped world. Lord, just ask that the power of that simple story of Jesus wanting a glass of water may be for us the place that we meet with those that need to meet with you. Pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen.